I get asked all the time, Megan, what tools do you use to stay organized in business? As a time management expert, I'm very selective on what tools I bring into our business because I want to make sure that they're going to save us time, keep us more organized, and help us streamline. So I have finally put together a complete list of all the tools, um, books, educational resources, et cetera, that I have personally used that I recommend for any small business owner to go check out. So if you want to get your hand on this free PDF, I've got the list of everything that I use how we use it. All right. Head on over to Instagram and just shoot me a DM with the word tools. So all you need to do is just DM me tools, and then I will send that PDF over to you right away. Well, hey, everyone, we are going to take just a little one episode shift today where I am not going to be talking about specifically time management, organization, or productivity or planning. Today, I just want to use this opportunity to share with you some life lessons that I learned from my beautiful, amazing niece who we recently lost. She was a tremendous part of my life, and she brought so much joy to anybody that had the opportunity to get to know her. So through this podcast today, I just want to share a little bit about her with you all and some of the amazing things that I learned, and I'm so grateful to have had her in my life. So thank you for letting me take this opportunity to share this with you guys here today. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. Just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Work-Life Harmony. Today, I'm going to veer off from our normal topics of conversation, all things time management, organization, and productivity because I want to use this opportunity since I am the hostess of this show, because I have some freedoms to make some changes when I want to. So today, I just want to use this as an opportunity to share with you five life lessons. I could have easily come up with hundreds more, but five life lessons that I learned from my amazing niece. My niece just, we recently lost her. She passed away at a very young age of just 22. She was a few months away of graduating with honors from New York State University, which if you know anything about NYU, that's a significant achievement there. And she was a very big part of my life. And Knowing her was a gift. If any of you had the opportunity to meet her, you know what I'm talking about. So when she, when Ashley was born, I was still single. You know, I wasn't married, didn't have kids, and I lived you know nearby. I actually moved uh, in order to be closer to her and my sister. And I did not become a mom of my own until Ashley was 12. So I spent a lot of time with her and her brothers as well. And there are some 
very vivid memories that I have, but also some things that she really taught me over the years that I wanted to share with you all today. I think as adults, we often fall in this mindset of thinking that, you know, it's our job to teach the next generation. But what I've learned is I feel like I learn far more from them than I feel like I'm ever teaching them. So one of the very first things, a definite life lesson that I learned both from knowing and watching my niece was just how true it is that when we see other people's successes, achievements, et cetera, it's very easy for us to make a lot of assumptions thinking things are easier for them or how lucky they are. My niece was a serious, serious athlete. She was an amazing swimmer. If she were not my niece, I never would have been aware of just how many hours were spent training because I was just the one that would go and watch the swim meets. So when I think about that as it relates to life, the swim meet is the 1%. Watching these athletes jump in the pool and swim sometimes for you know less than one minute and win awards, we're watching the 1%. What we aren't seeing is the years of waking up at four o'clock in the morning to go do a workout before heading off to high school, spending all day in school, going back to the pool, working out in the evening, the countless number of summers and weekends spent training. Those are the things that we don't see. And I think it's really important to remember this as you go through life and you you may see someone and fall into that place of wanting to compare, which we all know is so bad. But we need to remember that we are often only seeing the 1% and we're not aware of the 99% of all that hard work that led to that success. And I'm very grateful to have been a part of watching her journey as an athlete because it really opened my eyes to all of those grueling hours and hard work and effort that nobody really ever sees. So I know whenever I see someone that is having great success, I am now shifting my mind to just thinking, wow, I wonder how many hours of hard work went into that, that I'm probably not even aware of. Another lesson that I learned from her and I continue to learn throughout the years is simply this, you can do hard things. We can all do hard things things, even if we don't want to. She went through a very challenging open heart surgery at the young age of 18. And being there, our whole family was there in the hospital the day of her surgery, and then being there during her recovery and watching just how hard (laughs) she had to work to come through the other side of that. And then watching her then go off and join her collegiate swim team After having go through all of that, I often think back to that day in the hospital, watching her having to get out of bed and take those first steps after her surgery and how hard that was for her. And it puts a lot of perspective for me sometimes as well. So I just want to encourage all of you to remember, we can do hard things. We all can. A third thing that I learned from her is to remember to just do what makes you happy without worrying about what other people may think. 
And this is something that I think young children do so naturally and so beautifully. One of my fondest memories of one of the many sleepovers I had with Ashley, she was of the age right when the high school musical had come out and she was right at that sweet spot of the age of fully immersing herself into it. And we had to watch it not once, but twice in that sleepover. And it involved getting up off the couch, dancing along, singing along, putting on costumes. And it brought such joy to her. It brought such joy to me. And it didn't matter what anybody else thought. And she was one I watched all through her childhood, truly embrace that as so many kids do. And Yet something happens as we get older where we start to kind of quiet that because we start to get so worried about what others will think. And so I always like to try and remember, let that go. Do what makes you happy from the inside out. And if that means getting up and dancing and singing you know, while you're watching a musical, then by all means do that. The fourth thing that I want to share with you is something that was just part of her character that I I cherish is to remember, don't be so quick to judge. We don't know what other people's backstories are. Ashley was always the first person if we were in a car and at a stop sign or stoplight where there was somebody on the corner who was homeless, who was asking for donations, she would be the first one to drag whatever spare change she had with her out and would always remind us, we don't know their backstory. They just need some help. And, you know, in, I feel like the older we get, the easier it is for us to fall into a place of jumping to conclusions, making up our own mind about things, being quick to judge when we see others in certain circumstances And one of the things I know I am really going to make sure I cling on to for the rest of my life is carrying forward that same mentality that Ashley always had, which was this beautiful ability to not judge others and constantly remind us we don't know anybody's story. And I think that is just a beautiful character trait and one that I know I'm going to work hard to instill in my daughter as well. The final thing, the final life lesson that I want to share with you guys here is, and and I have shared it before, is I remember a evening with her on my couch. She was at our house for a sleepover for a swim meet because the pool was, was near where we lived. And we were up chatting one evening and I had gotten a very, gotten an email that didn't sit well with me. It was a little bit hateful, had some harsh words in it, and I was really struggling with it throughout the day. And she asked me what was wrong. And I said, oh, you know, I just got kind of some hate mail today. I'm really struggling with it. I showed her the message and she kind of half smiled. She goes, ah, May May. She couldn't say Aunt Megan when she was younger. So she called me May May and it just stuck. She said, oh, May May, haters are going to hate. You just got to move on. And she laughed (laughs) and she wasn't laughing at me or at the way I was feeling, but it was this beautiful release of who cares Haters are going to hate and you've just got to move on, meaning we can't change other people's, the way they react to us, other people's opinions of us. And it is a hard, hard thing to do. I know I still struggle with it. And I think just about any other human out there does as well. But anytime I find myself in a place where 
you know, I'm getting some kind of a feedback that feels like it's not coming from a place of genuinely wanting to help or be constructive. And I start to personalize it and internalize it. I always take a step back and remember her words to me about haters gonna hate and the importance of just moving on. Let them go. They're not your people. So thank you for letting me take a little bit of your time today and veering off our usual topics of all things time management, organization, and productivity. But I just felt, you know, part of my journey of working through our loss as a family of, of this beautiful, amazing young woman is being able to share some stories with her and carry forward in my own life so many of the incredible life lessons I have learned from my beautiful niece. I hope you all have a great week. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.